Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is nobody. No, oh, sorry. Oh no, sorry. You go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? I say sorry. Should start again. I'm very sorry. I'll go along with. The You're sorry. We're all sorry. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is nobody panic, where we try and help you not panic about things, like, for example, how we just did the start of this, and uh, Tessa did a bit saying sorry to me, and I freaked out and thought she was being serious, and then it all just crumbled. For example, this will help me stop doing that, and it will help Tessa stop saying sorry all the time. Sorry, sorry about that start. Sorry, Stevie. Sorry, sorry, Tessa. Sorry, We've everyone. Got to stop listening. saying sorry. This episode is all about how to stop saying sorry, which we all do way too often, hundreds of times a day. It's become such a natural bit of patter, hasn't it? Just like, oh, sorry, no, you sorry, you go, sorry. You're like, it's like um, a signal. It's like it's got confused as a signal for showing the other person that you're thoughtful and that you're. You know, you're thinking about them and you're not thinking about yourself and you're being deferential. But when there are so many other ways that you can do that without mm. de- like demeaning yourself and immediately putting yourself in, in the negative sort of element of the power dynamic. Um, mm. But this is actually a suggestion that we got from Fiona um, who emailed and says, thanks so much for the pod. A source of great joy and relief for so many of us. Smiley face. Often I don't read out the, the compliments. But it feels but nice, thought, doesn't it? It felt very good and strong. Thank you very much, Fiona. So something that has been annoying me a lot lately, Fiona says, is how much I say sorry. Not talking in terms of actual apologies, but just inane sorries for no reason, like when you need to get past someone on the train or when you preface a question slash favour with it, just completely unnecessarily. Unnecessarily? Unnecessarily lowly. I started trying to cut it out, especially at work, but it's near impossible. It's a lot easier to delete from emails when you see the words in front of you. But in conversations and calls, it inevitably jumps out, even though I'm not particularly sorry about anything. Could you do a podcast on this? It's hard to retrain your brain. And your insights would be amazing. Mm. A lot of pressure there, Fiona. I do think our insights will be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, though. That's a really good good suggestion because I think it's... Oh God, it's, you remember a while back they, like Google got that add-on for mm. emails where it goes, what's it called again? I've forgotten. Just not, so- just not sorry. Just not sorry. Thank you. And it goes through and it basically like highlights and deletes anytime you, you sort of make those kind of overly, and they, it is a very female way of writing. You've got, you've got to say where it's it, like, 
Hey, just was wondering, sorry to be a pain, but I thought that maybe this would be... It's just so the thing. No, just say no the worries request. if not, exclamation mark, brackets. No many, worries many worries if not. <laughs> no worries if not is my apps. So I think that's my most common phrase. And I think that's that's within the same... You know, if 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 sorry was a person, then no worries if not would be their cousin. Like it's absolutely before you ask the most normal request as well. It'll just be like the most no worries if not, but like, do you want to come to my birthday? Like, why are you saying that? It's the way of making yourself as small as possible, and also the the ironic thing about no worries is not is that often many worries extreme worries if not too many you know, worries. Like, it's <laughs> it's not no worries if not because i think you wouldn't even you wouldn't even say it if it was no worries if not you know like we we all do it we do it constantly we're obsessed with being a bother mine would be sorry to bother you you know sorry to be a bother mm. don't want to cause a scene don't want to cause a fuss oh i don't want to be any trouble but the sorry is a thing that you do well i do even when like fiona says it's often when i'm just I'll be just moving past somebody and rather than say, excuse me, I say, sorry. Mm. And when I sit down or when I'm, I don't know, like literally anything, it's a sorry. I apologize to inanimate objects. It's very easy to pass these things off as being like, oh, it's just almost like a tick. It's a, it's a habit. It doesn't, it's just, it's not, it's, it's surpassed the actual meaning of the word. The thing is, is Mm. that your brain takes cues from so many little tiny signs and like you know that that thing that your brain can't tell the difference between a fake smile and a real smile well it's just subconsciously telling you all the time that you're in the way that you're bothering Mm. all the time so it is actually quite important to change those little tiny things because those little tiny things you know are the pathway to bigger things and once you stop saying sorry all all, all the time you'll find yourself I'm sure I don't know because I haven't done it being more assertive elsewhere you know you are completely right. It has it has transcended beyond language. Like it has ceased to have meaning. You know, it, we do just say, and also I think the linguistics of the word sorry, like it's a quite pleasant sound. It's got lovely shapes in there. Love it. All those letters are delicious together. Whereas, excuse pardon me. Pardon me, sir, doesn't work. Pardon me, sir, has got is N's and D's and R's and hard shapes. Ugh. Like, do you remember that time mm. that we were on the road and then Annie McGrath kicked me? She came up and then like humorously kicked kicked me, not in a like to be funny. And I, because I was talking and I wasn't really paying attention, I certainly didn't see her. As she was kicking me, I said, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." <laughs> I just thought she was. I mean, oh, a woman yeah. was literally kicking me on the street, and I kept saying, <laughs> "I was trying to carry on the conversation while saying, oh, sorry, sorry.'" <laughs> someone kicking me and I was like what is wrong with us look we're absolutely steaming steaming ahead here but let's just pull back this horse and Mm. I want to apologize for it no way and ask each other like we do at the start of every episode what's the most grown-up adult thing you've done this week so we can just feel better about our lives my adult thing I won't apologize for it but it's not very good so just lower your (laughs) expectation down I've been playing a very crap game on my phone called i think like mm-hmm. water sorter or some shit you just you pour different colored water into test tubes it's absolutely dog shit why do you play it if you hate it fantastic question and and one will will the philosophers will be we'll arguing to the know. ends of time why am i still playing it i thought i'll play it till this i, I made an arbitrary number of the level i was going to get to and then i was like and then i'll delete it and then unfortunately i got to that level and it like unlocked like more colors <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, okay. Then weirdly, it went from being like, I'm not interested in this game. It's not hard enough to being like, it's way too hard. And it stopped being any fun. And it becomes this sort of thing where... It didn't sound like it was fun before, but <laughs> I... <laughs> Why am I playing it? Also, the adult thing is not what you think. The adult thing should be, and then I just deleted it. Mm-hmm. But the adult thing is actually that it got so overwhelming how hard it was that I became like in fucking Queen's Gambit, like, you know, laying, looking at the ceiling, trying to like work it out in my head. <laughs> oh, but now I've said it out loud, I'm going to just delete the game. Don't put the water in the pipes. Oh my God, she's, she's deleting it right now. Remove app. Oh my God, do it. Delete. You'll feel so remove, much better. Delete. Oh, I feel so much lighter. That's an adult thing in action. <laughs> oh my God, it's gone. Guys, delete your games you hate. <laughs> Thank you. You're What's so your welcome. adult thing? So we sort of fairly recently moved into a flat and um, the landlord is a property manager. Anyway, I was like, I'll be the person that does the, I'll I'll, talk, I'll be the, the contact for her. I'll tell her some things that need doing and sort them out one of them was there's like this tea towel rail that's just like on the wall I put a tea towel in it I took the tea towel out the entire thing came off and there was a hole in the wall I was like but I didn't even pull it I was like okay well that's messaged her and she was like um the previous tenant put that in so the landlord won't pay for that to be fixed I was like okay I was like no hang on no I'm not paying for that then so I was like I'm afraid I won't be liable for this and I would like to know that I won't have to pay for it when we move out and I'm not going to repair it either if the landlord isn't going to repair it because I didn't put it in. Thank you, Stevie. And she was like, okay, fair enough. So I won. Yes, so now yes, we've, we've, yes. It just means yes, we've got like yes. a hole in our wall for like two years. I don't care. I'm going to put, Fix put a little the postcard over it. No, because I refuse to on principle. Well, don't just live there with a big hole in the wall being like, I refuse it's to do anything. It's not that big. Like, it makes me, me feel good every time I look at it because it's the hole that I've... I've stood up for myself. But imagine for. how good it would be if there was a hole. Then you put the tea towel rail back. Then you put. And then I break to... it again. Yeah. How good would that feel? But I've already sent her a picture. What if I break it more? And then she's like, "Okay, uh, this is officially a foot." And then I've got to pay with it. Take a picture at the end of your tenancy, and I will Photoshop the timestamp on to say it was the <laughs> beginning of the beginning. <laughs> We're moving on. Listen, also, little insight. I can't everyone. thank you enough. That's can't what I've thank done. Thank you enough for that for that suggestion. <laughs> that is what I've done at every single house I've ever left. <laughs> okay talking about how to, <laughs> not saying sorry um oh actually that was a good uh, segue in a way because in the in the email i went to put like i'm just I'm, I'm sorry i just feel and i was like no mm. it's like i won't be liable for that bye i'm like, just i was wondering i'm so sorry you know i saw a tweet the other day that was like an email chain where someone had said like the, the you, someone had said like so sorry i don't think you've attached the link correctly and <laughs> You're like, what do you mean you're so sorry they haven't attached the link correctly? I do that correctly. all the time. And especially if you're, and I'm Swiss, sorry to be heteronormative, but it is a male-female thing. They're like, if, or classically male-female thing, they're like, if you say, you know, women being like, so sorry you didn't attach the link to a man, and the man says like, that's weird, here it is. They don't apologise, even though they're the one that literally did fucked it. up. You know, if you oh, want God, a... Yeah. <sighs> If you want a nice little lol, I recommend this sketch, I'm Sorry, in the by Inside Amy Schumer, which is for like a neurosurgeon, a Pulitzer Prize winner, a Nobel Peace Prize winner, a UN ambassador for women being interviewed on a panel by a man. And it's just, a, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know where it's going, but like, it's just a, like, yeah, look, the, the state of this, like, this is what is, what is wrong with us, you know? I want to dig into a couple of like, whys of like, why we do it all the time. And I think really, it's a mix of 
of all of these. But some of some of the list include compassion. So people who care a lot about the feelings and preferences of others often find themselves over apologizing when they've done nothing wrong, which I can totally understand that you, mm. you know, that's when you might say like, I'm so sorry you went through that or I'm so sorry that happened. And the other person's like, it's not your fault. And you're like, I, I, oh, I meant like, I'm sad you did that. Like, I'm sad yes. that happened to you. Um, submissiveness, again, yeah, a big problem. If you consider yourself to be the, I mean, even subconsciously, you might be like, no, I feel completely equal in this relationship, whether that's friendship or work or a romantic relationship. If you're the instinctive one who always wants to, you know, say, sorry, sorry, you know, unaware of your own personal boundaries, uh, keeping the peace, that's a big one that you're like, mm -hmm. better that you just say, and again, like these aren't conscious. These are like deep seated subconscious stuff that like, if I just say, sorry, oh, I'll apologize. We'll just, we'll keep the peace. Agreeability, it's called preventing conflict, um, a lack of faith in your own judgment. And I think this is, sorry, you've not attached the link. Sorry to be a bother. I was just wondering, so sorry if this is wrong, but you know, even when you, mm -hmm. or, or so sorry, can you explain that again? So sorry, can you, can I, so sorry, can you repeat that question? You know, I was like, why are you yeah. apologizing? You they didn't explain it well, you know, this like belief mm -hmm. that you must be thick, which is why you haven't understood it. External validation, huge one. I think external validation is in the asking, you know, returning a coffee or the meal in a restaurant is wrong. Or my big one is like bothering people in the supermarket, like, uh, you know, mm. saying, I'm so sorry, do you know where the, the cayenne pepper is? It's like, I don't want to bother, you're at work, like, you're busy. I don't, I don't, I truly am sorry to bother you, you know? And I don't know quite yeah. what to say that is correct there. And I think the external validation thing is that what you want really is for the person to say like, not to worry, it's my job. I'm happy to help you. And then much deeper stuff I think is, is the last two are strict background. And I think you can be obsessed with being sorry, whether you were raised in a you know Catholic boarding school or, or not, but I'm sure it is there much more, much more intensely if you were raised in a very strict environment. And then anxiety, you know, if you, which I think sort of runs through all of these it just makes you like ultra sensitive. But I think the anxiety thing is to do with the, like keeping the peace and, you know, always being aware of other people and you not having so much the self, like the self-awareness thing of being like my feelings and my opinions and what I want isn't important here. What's important is I'm not a bother, you know? Yes. And I think immediately in those examples as to why, I think one of the main ways that you can switch it is making it is, is using the word thank you and making it a positive. Mm. So for example, I was thinking about the classic, so sorry, but this coffee's cold. Make it a positive. This coffee's lovely, but but it's cold. You know? Perfect. Or, like immediately that doesn't feel, it does, oddly, it does feel weird without saying sorry, mm. but it doesn't sound weird. No. It sounds more like you're in control and you can use that quite a lot with a variety of things like essentially using the word but instead of sorry get yeah. your butt out put your sorries away yes so what do we say thank you thank you so much this coffee is amazing but it is cold <laughs> yeah <laughs> see look it feels weird when you say it but how but did you it get sound used to saying that well you sounded like you lost confidence completely in the structure of the okay sentence. here i go again so um, this th coffee's delicious but it is cold <laughs> you inflected so high at the end okay um this wine is delicious but it's not actually what i ordered perfect really 
That's the first one that we don't sound like we're about to cry. I, I honestly felt like I was doing an impression of a bitch. The thing is, is you don't sound like a bitch. And that's, I think what you've got to do is you've got to try that out a few times and then you'll see the response. And the mm. response will be exactly the same as when you said, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. It's exactly the same. What's bitchy is this coffee's cold. That's yeah. like, you don't, all right, <laughs> I'm a human. Frame it into a sentence, please. Um, yeah. You can even say, I'm aware it's not your fault, but the coffee's cold, you know? Yeah. But I want to begin that. I still wanted to begin it with like, I'm sorry, I know this is not your fault. Oh God, it's just there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. As with everything else, Fiona has already done this. Except like accepting, acknowledging, knowing you do it, knowing why it's probably not great and wanting to change it is like the first step. And then mm. it becomes tricky because then there's like clear things you can do. Like, for example, yeah, scanning over your emails, getting that add on if, if you want to or just be, like keeping an eye on it. Great. It's so difficult for those things not to slip out. Mm. Like I've just realized, I, I think I've got rid of most of my sorry, all of my sorrows in email. However, if someone doesn't attach something, I'm apologizing to them. So that I've just realized I, I definitely do that. It's when I'm worried, it's, it's when I don't feel confident criticizing something someone else has done, I will apologize that I lower myself so that they don't feel bad for me saying something that they've not done. Mm-hmm. That is something that happens all the time. I think one of the main, th- the main, maybe my only tip so this is the end of the podcast is to you can't get rid of this completely in one go because it's so with a lot of people if, if you're listening you're like I've never apologized to him in my life but if you if you are somebody that you know says it rather than excuse me on, on on the train right through to constantly on emails right through to just every sentence you say appears to be I'm sorry but this the coffee's cold it's about you've got to identify where you say it the most and then try and remove it one by one. So for example, if you do say it instead of excuse me, that's one thing you can do right from now. When you're trying to get past someone, say, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It's not rude. It's actually, by definition, polite. So just get rid of the the sorry out of that. Once you've done that, then you identify like another area that you you say it a lot in. And basically you've got to, it's like a multi-pronged approach. You basically, you've got to do it one at a time because 
it'll get easier as you go along. But I think the problem is that I can I can sense in Fiona's email she's frustrated at herself for continuing to do it even when she tries not to. But if if she's saying it all the time, you know, her brain is just you know your brain kind of gets into these patterns and it's created a neural pathway in it that is just like. I go to this word for mm. everything. So you have to soften that and, and that, that will take time. But I think it's about, yeah, taking each situation and being like, okay, so first I'm going to, I'm going to conquer my, constantly saying sorry to strangers on the train. Then I'm going to constantly really look at work when I'm at meetings trying to make a point. I'm going to specifically, and it's often good to figure out alternative things to say so that you've got some somewhere to reach when you're suddenly like oh shit I'm gonna say it oh god for example if when I was when I when I had a job and I'd be like I'm so sorry do you have a moment for like a chat or whatever you can just go hey is now a good time for for a chat Mm. or hey do you have some time for a a quick question or do you know what I mean like but it feels so it feels like this is the only way I can describe it it feels like the sentence doesn't have any clothes on in its name yes yes (laughs) yes that is exactly how it feels you you get to the end of it and you just want to like like hold your mouth closed because you want to you want to clothe the sentence you want to be like that's nude a nude sentence has come out and it's just hanging in the air and we both know it's nude because I haven't finished it off by saying I'm sorry. <laughs> P.S. I am sorry about that. Well, what if they're what if they're in their in their office and you knock on the door? How how do you put your head yeah. around the door? <laughs> you say Stevie has just nice and positive, Stevie has like, just steepled her fingers hi. and like looked down as if to be like, yeah. let me dwell on that. Yeah, you, you can actually use this often. Like, I was just wondering if because that yes, it's it's the cousin of sorry, but you're not apologising. You're not making okay. Yeah, it's not smaller. it's the cousin. Okay. You are leading in. Yeah. So I, I was just wondering if we could, and the thing is, the reason it feels so uncomfortable is look how, look how used to making ourselves a little tiny poo, we feel like. Yeah. Guys do not go, I'm so sorry, but do you have time for a meeting? No. <laughs> Why would they do so that? So sorry, knock, knock, knock. Sorry, so sorry to bother you. Yeah. Oh God, okay. Hi, no. excuse me, Janet's at the door. <laughs> just practising. <laughs> I mean, Janet's at the door. Is that something you ever have to... I just yeah, wanted really to say it, that. I was thinking, I was at re- in my mind, I was at reception. Janet was here. I had to go in and, and interrupt a meeting. And my instinct was to Let's say... Let's put it into the world. Sorry to interrupt. Let's put it into the world that, that we know. That is the world I know. That was me interrupting a meeting to tell the them... The Janet's at the door. Janet's at reception, yes. I, Janet's come to reception. I'm I've, saying... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make it slightly more normalised so you don't, you're not hysterical. Okay. So it's like, you're, what about you're asking me if we could move the podcast record to 3pm rather than 1. And what I want you to do is I want you to just don't overthink it. Just tell me that. CB, can we put the podcast record at 3 o'clock instead of 1? Yeah, fine. Yeah, great. But I don't say sorry to bother you to you, I think. Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I apologise to you. Oh my god, it the sentence was nude, so I just said sorry to bother you. I mean, sorry about that. Oh god. Okay, I want to get past somebody who's in the way, and I would excuse normally me. excuse excuse me. Can I just sneak through here, please? Thank you. Without using the word That's sneak. That's great. Hey, it's not sorry. It wasn't sorry, but sneak, sneak is not sorry. Sneak felt in, inherently like don't mind me. I'll just sneak through. You know. So, excuse me, could I just come, could I come through? Storm through. Can I storm through as is my right as a woman? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, yes, if sneak feels fine, like absolutely don't use sneak, but you could say, if I can just pop past you, if I can just shimmy past you, if I can just float past you, you can use any adjective, but you've not said sorry. That's solved. Okay. 
I'm on set and I am filming something and there are a group of men talking and I have a question mm -hmm. about something in the next scene that's coming up and nobody has explained it to me and I need to ask. And my instinct is to go up and say, so sorry to bother you and sorry to ask this question, but why doesn't my character have any clothes? <laughs> Absolutely. Fair question. It's the work situation. Excuse me, I've, I've just got a question about just softens it. Just just is a clothing word, isn't it? Excuse me, have you got a moment? I've got a question about why my character's nude. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the word moment, the word just, like these are all yeah. clothing softeners. Excuse me, why am I nude? Okay. Um, oh, excuse me. Oh, oh, oh. Can I say oh, oh, oh at the beginning? Good. Yeah, you can have it. Okay. You can, you can say whatever you like as long as it's not sorry. Okay. Oh, excuse me. I have a question about the next scene. Oh my God, I'm so willing to talk to you about the clothing choices that oh, the writer... Oh, wow. Okay, I mean, it felt it good. It felt good. It feels so good. Because we, we, we really discount the fact that tone of voice, the way we say things, mm. they make such a difference. You could say that exact sentence in a way that sounded like you were being an arsehole, but you can do that with literally anything. So it's very... I think it's about baby steps, isn't it? It really is, because all of this will be really overwhelming if you're like, right, from now on, I'm only ever going to use alternatives for sorry. Because as we've discovered, it makes you feel insane. Makes you um, feel crazy. And nude. So I think what you've got to do is you've got to take off the clothing one by one until you don't even realise that the sentence is nude anymore. Start with the one absolutely like you just told me, I don't know, four or five there. You, Tessa, maybe mm -hmm. should start with the one that you felt the least nude with. And then once you once that feels clothed, then the next then they move to the next one and the next one. And by the time you get to that, like, oh, this is I'm, I'm on set and I'm, I'm asking about this. You will already have built up enough softeners and enough kind of ways of speaking that your brain won't feel so frightened and strange about mm. tackling the hard scenario that you struggled, really struggled to not say sorry in front of. Also, what you might find, I don't know, do you find when you do this, is when it always kind of goes hand in hand with the sorry sentences. And I notice it the most when I'm saying about the fact that I'm allergic to dairy in a restaurant. And I apologise 50,000 times. But when, mm. I'm, when I'm doing it, <laughs> I'll go over to the waiter or I'll go over to... When I'm approaching somebody saying the sorry sentence, I hunch over almost double. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like... Like I'm a sort of, I don't know, a benevolent, like Disney character. I'm like, I'm so sorry. But like, it's like, so it's like, the thing is you might find yourself over. Yes, it's literally, I make myself look like that. Yeah. And so it, I think it's, that will, you might feel yourself doing that, that, but don't worry about anything. The main thing is to get rid of that linguistic sorry. And then you can start getting rid of the bodily sorry. And then it's yeah. time for the soul sorry. Yes, Stevie. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. I started clicking a lot, everyone. Just, I won't <laughs> apologise for it. <laughs> I hear it's what you do at slam poetry nights when you really like something. You respectfully click. You have done that a lot, yeah. Click. I, I, I recently learned it and I was like, I love that. I'm very into it. Um, but I yeah. really like that. The, the linguistic sorry, the body sorry, the soul sorry. Yeah. It's just about being like, I, I am deserving of taking up space, you know? I am deserving of asking this question. I'm deserving of having the thing I ordered. I'm deserving of walking through the train carriage. I'm deserving of asking a question. And it's it's become a habit so you can take it away again. Like it's not, mm. you weren't born doing it. So it's it's not uh, something that you have no control over. It will just take a bit of time. So I suppose like, yeah, every time you do it and you feel 
good about it and you go like that wasn't so bad you the next time will be easier and then it will just help yeah just help us all feel a little bit more assertive not bitchy Mm. assertive just to return to that amy schumann sketch for a second i think if you if you didn't know it was called i'm sorry and you just started watching it and you were like you were apropos of nothing ready for whatever the gag was going to be i think it would take you a minute to like to work it out and that is how natural it sounds when they're all doing it you only are like oh my god look how often we say it when you're looking for it but when it's just you know because they don't just start by saying i'm a piece of shit like they're introducing the Mm. women he's saying them a man is interviewing them he's saying their names wrong their microphones aren't working they haven't the things are in the wrong place things in which they are in no way responsible they are not their fault they did not do it wrong and yet they're just constantly as a vocal literally a vocal tick they're they're constantly saying sorry and i honestly think you just wouldn't you wouldn't notice it because we're so we're so in tune like that's how women that's how we that's how we talk I mean not women specifically but I think it is a very female trait I've got some I've got some bonus level high level ones Mm -hmm. advanced level if you have actually done something slightly awry in an email I mean like you've you know you've not attached something or you have done something where you normally would say like oh my god I'm what a piece of shit I'm so sorry um thank you for catching that I appreciate you bringing this error to my attention. I think you sound like a psychopath. <laughs> Do you remember when we were working on that project and um, the man just didn't record any of the sound? And then when we said, but you haven't recorded any of the sound, he said, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> and, we'd spent, and, we'd, and we'd spent all of our savings that we saved up and stuff on it. And that was the end of that project because we couldn't afford to do it again. That's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> It is, isn't it? Isn't it a shame? I think if your gut is like, as mine is, is to be like, my concern, if I don't say sorry, if I don't apologise, then people will think of me as one of those people. But I think we all have to assume, it's a bit like the psychopath test, like if you're worried, you are, you aren't. And like your fear of appearing like that is holding you back. If you, I do, I do fully agree. If you've done something wrong, you've made a mistake. You can say sorry. I think that's absolutely fine. Yeah, but I think like if you, if you can err uh, towards being, that's a shame. You know, if you you're never going to hit it because you're not a crazy person. So if you if you err, uh, you're not towards, mean. As well. I think it's a mean not, thing to do. Yeah, you're not a mean person with lacking in empathy. You're you're anything. You're too empathetic and you're too compassionate and you're too worried about other people, which is why you're in this camp, in the sorry camp. So the more that you can err uh, towards, that's a shame. <laughs> I don't want to tell people to err towards that's a shame because honestly, I think it's repugnant. I think it's like, of course it's repugnant, but I think it's like aim for the stars, you'll hit the rooftops. You know, like that can't, that's a shame cannot be the stars. I'm not allowing it to be the stars. I'm saying if you are aiming towards, try, if you go out today trying to be that's a shame, you're never ever going to hit it, but you will become, excuse me, you know? I see what you mean. That's what yes. I'm saying. I'm no, not saying obviously yeah. that's a shame is is the worst thing in the world. I'm not saying that's the. St- I mean that. I mean okay. like if you oh, if you attempt to overshoot, that's a shame. Will feel so in, like so so wild that saying excuse me will be like yeah fantastic that feels wonderful. Of course, it's like the sort of haggling way where you go hundred million pounds and then they exactly but you didn't just ever go intend in. that amount. Yeah. Exactly. If you if you just aim for excuse me in the supermarket, you might never hit it. But if you aim for that's a shame, then you and <laughs> you that's a shame. Can you show me where the eggs are? Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> It's a left field approach, but you know, look, different strokes for different folks. If that, if you're listening, going that, that's the tip for me. Then good, you know. I think 
yes, well, we, we, we've, we've covered it. it, it it's baby steps. It's taking one thing at a time. It's replacements. It's knowing why you're saying what you're saying. And it's, you know, starting slow and starting with things that you're comfortable with. And also just being aware that the sentence will feel nude. You will have to yeah. push through. Um, and push through, you will. The end of this, look, I've literally, I've spoiled the sketch for you now, but the end of this sketch is this woman's legs drop off. <laughs> and a man, <laughs> a man, a man yeah. has, man has, I think she was in the way, but a man spills his coffee on her and her legs drop off. All the women shout, I'm, even her lying on the floor with her legs off is shouting, I'm sorry, my legs are coming <laughs> off, I've ruined it. <laughs> and then he, the man says, whoops. Like, and you're like, yeah, whoops is is probably it like you didn't mean to spill the coffee it was an act multiple people were involved it was an accident like whoops is probably it and that's the thing like we got to aim for that that yeah. that in whoops. the hope of we have got to aim for whoops we got to aim for that's a shame you know in the hope of in the hope oh, of dear. having a bit more confidence and owning owning yeah. your space you know well, oh look, god Fiona, i hope that helps if it doesn't that's a shame that's a shame <laughs> If it doesn't, whoops. <laughs> it's a shame, a real shame that, that, that we didn't help you there. Um, but uh, yes, if you have any other episode suggestions for things that you'd like us to tackle, please do email us nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at nobodypanicpod. I'm also on Twitter at StevieM. The S is a five. I love it. I'm at Desicotes. And that's that. Go forth into the, this week and be proudly nude with your sentences. And, um, and yeah, practice we're not loads. sorry about that. We're not sorry. We couldn't be less sorry. We'll see you next week. And thank you so much for listening. An absolute pleasure to be in your ears, as ever. Goodbye. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. And have a lovely week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. 
Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.